Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Saturday, May 2nd. I cannot believe it's May. I mean, in a weird way, time has stood still. And yet, for me at least, and for Mark, we're sort of in this, I guess we're this is the eighth week mark-ish, eighth or ninth week where we've been at home and doing remote shows. It's unbelievable. When's the last time we were in the studio, Mark? March 10th was the last time we were in the studio. I believe that March 11th was when they closed the CBS Broadcast Center. And uh, here we are, May 2nd. Okay, this is a program that is attempting to help you through this virus, at least as it pertains to your money. And so if you have a financial question, send us an email. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Toby's subject line is the bottom. Okay message. Do you think we've already hit the bottom and are coming out of it? Or are we looking at another dip or two? Will it look more like a W? How will we know for sure when we have hit the final bottom? I don't want to jump back in until then. Well, here's the good news and the bad news. Toby, I have no idea. And that's the good news because nobody has any idea. So if you're talking about when to get back into the stock market, I don't know. I really don't know. If you look at the month of April, just to put this in perspective, okay, guys, the month of April was a horrible month for the U.S. economy. Really horrible, right? You know, 30 million people claiming unemployment, personal income and spending down dramatically, all that stuff. And yet the S&P 500 had its best month since January of 1987. I don't know what to make of that. I just don't. So here's what I'd like you to know. The the letters that you are referring to, I like to call it the alphabet soup of recoveries. We don't know. We won't know until time passes. My guess is that uh, the economy will continue to really struggle. The market, I don't know. And so if you've got money to put to work, I'd sort of do it. I'd get going and get your game plan together. But I have nothing else to tell you because nobody knows where the bottom or the top is. Okay, Brian writes, he enjoys reading my column in the Chicago Tribune, as well as your reports on CBS. I have a question for you about the government stimulus payments. Up until I filed my 2018 taxes last year, I was getting a direct deposit refund into my local bank account for the past few years. However, for tax year 2018, I owed money, so I paid it by personal check. Will I get my stimulus sent via direct deposit to the same bank account we've used for years prior to owing taxes due last year? We won't be filing 2019 until 715. We are also on Social Security. Those payments go on direct deposit into our same bank account. Brian, yes, you will get it. Um, They have your information. You will get your stimulus check. It's going out in stages. What we know are those who earned the least amount of money were the ones who got their checks first. So, okay, now here's one. Uh, Good morning, Jill. My daughter received her stimulus check. Wow, right? And it must have been based on her 2018 taxes. It excluded her seven-month-old daughter. She filed her 2019 taxes two weeks ago. Will the $500 be forthcoming once 2019 is recognized, or is she knocked off the rolls? No, she's not knocked off the rolls. Maybe what you want to do is go to that IRS website where you can put in your information and flag that. But let's let's give that 
a little bit of time. So let's wait till you file those 2019 taxes. If anything, maybe she'll be able to get that money back uh, once the system finds the child. So hopefully, but if not, we can nudge them for it. Don't worry. It's not going to be that she just doesn't get it. Next, let's see. This is a question uh, from Sandy who says, thanks for the daily podcast. I've been enjoying it. I'm a lab technician. I'm lucky to be employed at a university. So for now, I'm safe. I've also been lucky to be able to go into work a couple days a week during the pandemic. My husband has a desk job. He is home. Our income is fine. Since my mind has time to wander, it occurred to me that my husband has a simple IRA from a previous employer. Okay. Additionally, they contribute to university optional retirement accounts. Okay, great. They also have a max contribution into a backdoor Roth. So you put money into a non-deductible IRA and then immediately convert it to a Roth. She wants to know, can you have a Roth IRA and a Roth 403B? Yes, you can do that. Then the next question is, should I move the simple IRA to a Roth 403B? I think that might be an interesting thing to consider. You should ask your employer whether it would actually consider taking that money from a simple IRA. And here's why I want you to think about that. Because I just think you should double check that the backdoor Roth that you've been doing is not subject to any of the rules about having the existing simple IRA, this pro rata rule. I think this is something to keep in mind. See, if you're thinking about doing the backdoor Roth, if you have another IRA, it can mess up the whole calculation. But let's just say that a simple IRA is not going to mess you up. What I would try to do is move the simple IRA into first, let's call it whatever your for, your traditional 403B is. So whatever that is, because you're going to want to try to move one pre-tax into another pre-tax. Then going forward, what I think you should do is keep doing what you're doing. You don't give me any of the numbers, but I'm not sure you need to convert everything because you're going to have to pay taxes. So considering that both you and your husband are still employed, it may not make sense. But I also want you to be very careful that this simple IRA is not going to hurt you in terms of creating a backdoor Roth scenario. Okay, good. Tom says, I'm enjoying the daily podcast. I'm 63, semi-retired. My wife is 58. She works part-time as an ICU nurse. Oh my God. The uh, adjusted gross income from employment and his annual retirement, about $280,000. We live in a high tax state, California. We don't intend to retire for another five years. Okay, now let's get to the meat of this. I have $1.9 million between two self-managed rollover IRAs. My wife has $1.5 million in her employer-sponsored 401k. About three quarters is invested conservatively, money market, the balance in the broad market, um, ETFs. We're touching none of it at this time. We intend to wait until 70 to begin Social Security. I like the idea of converting my rollover IRA to a Roth, but I'm wondering where to draw the line as far as tax rates go. Right now, my marginal rate combined California and Fed is 33.3. If I were to convert the full 1.9, the marginal rate would be 50% on over a million dollars. Okay, here's what I think you should do. Don't do it all at once. There's no reason to do that. You guys make 280,000. So married filing jointly, that means you are your top income tax bracket is 24%. So what I would like to suggest is don't do it all at once. 
just convert the amount of money that will keep you in the 24% bracket. Okay, so that would mean, I'm just talking about Fed because California is going to piggyback on top of it. So for your federal, you can convert up to $326,600 a year. That's it. And then you will have basically converted at a pretty darn good rate. And if you keep doing that over the next three to five years, I think you're going to be just fine. So that's it. That is the program. It's Saturday where I am right now on Saturday. Well, you know, I'm not really in Saturday because we're recording it on Friday, but Saturday is supposed to be a great day in the New York metropolitan area. So I'm going to encourage people to go out with their masks on, take a walk, enjoy it, but be careful. And same too with your money. Before you start celebrating how great it is that the stock market is up and we had a great month, I think it's really important for you to try to be somewhat measured. This is going to be a bumpy ride. I don't know what it's going to end up being, but it is going to be bumpy. So it's not like you ever want to say mission accomplished. You just want to be prepared for the worst and you want to hope for the best. And you want to make sure that your portfolio and your investments are lined up in a way that is consistent. Now might be a good time for you to go back and look at that end of March statement and see how you felt. Just because things have come back doesn't mean it can't collapse all over again. Maybe you need to rethink this. So that's my warning for today. Okay. So get a nice walk in, put your mask on, wash your hands, social distance, and be nice to somebody, lift somebody up today. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.